action. And welcome, everybody. This is BMP Weekly, episode 171, unless I'm completely mistaken. Yes, it is. No, Thank you're you not. again on updating that on the, on the invite title, so that helps. <laughs> now, it is actually Friday, 17th of June, 2022. We typically record this on Monday, but this time on Friday, because I, I will be mandatory, having mandatory break on Monday because of a doctor's visit in the morning. Nothing too official, nothing too bad. What is it? Nothing too worry about I guess that's maintenance right work maintenance work yeah. <laughs> yes but I'm not allowed to talk on the Monday so that would be a pretty one-sided PMP weekly so I can do hand waving and yeah um, just punch and punch. so how do you feel <laughs> in the BMP Weekly, we always talk about the latest on what's happening within the Microsoft 365 world uh, we go through articles and we do have a visitor as well who do we have this time Today we have Adita. Adita so she is one of our MVPs. Uh, yep. She works with Valo, and we will talk about many different things, among which we hope to get uh, to learn some more about Power Apps and Teams, I believe. Yep. Yeah. I, I guess the yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting discussion for sure. Now. Uh, before we go there, just a reminder for everybody, as we go through the articles after Adita's um, interview, uh, please, please, please remember, hashtag PMP Weekly, tag in Twitter. That will help us on finding your awesome, awesome content. But for now, let's jump on the interview with Adita. Excellent. So thank you, Edita, joining us on uh, this lovely sunny Friday, at least in Helsinki. Uh, hopefully it's sunny uh, in your location as well uh, on the PMP Weekly. Um, let's jump right into it. Can you do a quick intro on who you are and what do you do for a living? Yeah, okay. Uh, first of all, hello and thank you so much for the invitation. It's a big pleasure to be here with you together. Uh, I'm a bit stressed as you have noticed at the beginning, but yeah, let me start with the introduction. I hope that introduction will be kind of icebreaker. Uh, so my name is Edita Gorzon. Uh, I'm Polish, uh, born in Poland. Currently, I live in Germany. Uh, I decided to move from Poland to Germany a few months ago. Um, so yeah, I I'm trying to adopt, and that's going to be keyword of uh, our conversation uh, to, to new reality. Um, I call myself um, person who who wants to bring people together, who wants to explain technology in an easier way, in that technical way, because. Um, Actually, we all are crazy about different flavors of Microsoft and so on. We, we follow uh, all the news. However, just the regular users, they quite often have no clue what is changing yep. and they even don't understand the language we are using. And my mission and intention is to, to include those people in community and explain them technology in a very easy language. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. And at work, uh, I'm working at Valo Solutions. I'm a partner uh, manager responsible for EMEA. In the past, I was ACM consultant. So all of those teams implementations when COVID has started were on my plate. Cool, and you're also well, an MVP. Just to call out that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see I'm a bit shy. Yeah, yeah, I'm a VP. Yeah, I got my, my first award uh, oh, three years ago. Whoa. Cool. Time flies already. Time flies, yep. right? Mm -hmm. You mentioned you mentioned adoption. You mentioned adoption mm -hmm. like that. That is your thing. That there's a the area in which you're interested. Um, two years ago, there was this. In case folks weren't aware of that, there was this, this big event. You know, pandemic. 
Mm-hmm. And many all of the youngsters might not um, have companies, seen that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, exactly. Like back in the days, you know, and <laughs> many companies were uh, or faced the um, the huge need. Like they had to change. They had to change the way they work. Mm-hmm. How did you experience that, and what that meant for your work? Right, because like if there's if there's one thing that drives adoption is the necessity. But it's yeah. it's also adding stress because now we we have to like there is no way mm-hmm. out right so how did like what did you see in the workspace and how did you help um, the customers you work with um, go along that change? Oh gosh, it's very uh, a very hard question. I saw so many different flavors and interesting ways of implementing teams. But in fact, yes, that was necessary to have teams in place for communication and collaboration. Um, So basically, I saw two groups of customers, the ones who just said, okay, we implement, we don't care about governance, we don't care about wider thinking, we simply want to have any tool to maintain our business, basically. And the others who thought, okay, wait for it, wait for it, adoption, uh, maybe it's not only training, maybe it requires kind of plan and uh, is a process. So like learning new languages, you cannot learn language in one week. So how you can learn new technologies, new reality uh, in one week, it's basically impossible. So uh, I had a chance to work with uh, both types of customers. the first group, so those who just, just implement teams and went with the flow, after one year, they just realized, oh, and beep, 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 we have a problem. Beep. Because, yeah, beep. <laughs> <laughs> we have a problem and Clippy will not help us. Um, we have seen that you're trying yeah. to adopt teams. Would you like some help yeah, with that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, indeed. And I saw... Oh gosh, so such a such a weird uh, teams environment. There were hundreds of teams. I call them zombie teams, the ones yep. which are not used anymore. Yep. And I saw such a big frustration. Business said we don't want teams because it's so annoying. We cannot find anything inside teams. Mm. We don't know how to use it. We feel so overwhelmed. So that was one of the biggest problem I faced a few times uh, while thinking how to actually make a re-adoption plan, how to make re-adoption right. It's because we are not starting from point zero, we start minus 100, and how to yeah. convince now those people that this is a good technology, just the way how we approach it at the beginning was wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one observation. And the others, of course, that, I don't want to call them smarter ones. I, I, I would rather say that, that they, they had different tools in place before implementing teams and they simply were able to manage uh, adoption in the right way. Of yeah. course, it was smoother, but still there was a pressure on my shoulders. Okay, because as we know, adoption is that training, it's communication, engaging stakeholders, uh, maintaining the resistance to change. So there's so many activities in, in the entire process. And of course, three months, it's still too less time, but at least there is some time to, to prepare those activities in a sufficient way. So um, basically, yeah, I was super busy. <laughs> uh, I was really patient. And uh, this inner motivation I, when, I, when I introduced myself was, okay, 
the most important fact for me is just to convince those people that they are able to manage this specific solution, no matter what's your age, no matter what's your role. I had public customers. I don't know how it works in, in Finland or in the Netherlands, but we know that public sector um, is kind of special. Yep. And uh, and yeah, resistance to change is even higher, at least in my eyes. And how to convince those people who work in, in the office and who had just coffee breaks, real coffee breaks and real meetings uh, in a room that they have to work, yeah, keepies. Moment keepies. <laughs> <laughs> we need to fix that firewall deck for you. Yes. I'll send you something. Yes. It's a matter of imagination. So for those who who didn't see the video, we have two people showing Moomin mugs and me not having one and being, you know, the old, the old duck. This is <laughs> but it is but it is but it's an interesting point. And one thing you mentioned is like like you had one group that for whom adoption didn't work, right? Because like they said, like you know, like we don't need any of the plants. Let's just yeah, we just roll it. out and yeah. And that is and that is an interesting point, right? Because like, how do you explain the necessity of something to somebody who hasn't experienced the problem, the pain, and they just want to go with it, and only in the afterthought, like, okay, now we went through it, we experienced the pain firsthand, and now we kind of understand the need for this plan to avoid this sprawl. So. Is there anything you learned that you might use the next time you come across somebody with that approach? Say like, no, 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 we don't need, we don't need no governance. We will or, just, or let, we will just use it. Same question, no. rephrasing this. What would be the, the because lists are really good. So what would be the top three, top five tips for anybody looking into adapting a new thing? So, so you're adaption consultant, mm -hmm. um, and we all love lists, right? High fidelity, by the way, awesome book about lists. Um, if anybody hasn't read it, just came to my mind but anyway so <laughs> okay so uh, but by now when you will get not yes. one not two no, it's an old, hey, it's if you buy now old. you will get also a small yes, by the way really good on that as well anyway so <laughs> oh yeah uh, just, just to keep some structure uh, okay we don't keep... have structure it's okay <laughs> I love this cow we need governance we need yeah. governance for our show that, that's, what, that's what I wanted to say actually thank you Valdek uh, first of all when you start any adoption project, please remember that governance is a part of it. So don't start, don't start teams uh, implementation adoption without governance. Uh, they go side by side, and it, it has to be done. Otherwise, uh, I mean, team settings are quite liberal, and if we let users who have no clue how to use those tools in a proper way, they will simply crush the system. So governance is the first thing yeah. in adoption. Before we go to the next topic, what does governance means in practice for anybody who's like governance? Uh, governance sounds like a, in my bingo thing. I'm getting now a line again. Check box. So. Uh, yeah. If we allow, if we, if we allow users, for instance, uh, creating new teams, everyone can do so. So should we yeah. really let them do so, or it's better to to limit this feature? Yes. Uh, for Making instance, knowingly decisions on yeah. how the system is configured and provided for customers. Indeed, or yeah. um, any naming convention. It really yes. makes sense. Yes. I remember one story I can tell you. Um, a customer launched uh, Teams, uh, of course, very, without uh, governance topic be, uh, uh, in the meantime. And uh, one worker, he just realized, whoa, I can create a team. Perfect. And he called Not this team, and he called this team <laughs> leadership. 
And the guys from leadership, they thought, okay, this is our team. Probably our lovely IT has created the team for us. Ouch. And they started a call parade in this team while sharing very sensitive data, very sensitive files. Yes. Say that it was in the open. Oh, yes. my God. I, oh, yes. I can totally yes. see it happening. So, the thingy happened. So, basically, yeah, if they would think in advance uh, about governance, maybe the situation would not happen. Yep. And same with the naming mm. uh, convention and all of those sweet spots um, uh, from the governance. So, that's why uh, adoption starts with governance. This is my yep. first insight. Um, the second. Um, let me touch a bit my favorite point. So usage scenarios. And uh, in, in this entire um, journey, adoption journey, we have this very nice point, which is called user usage scenarios, meaning that really let's think how we want to use teams. And quite often what I observe that leadership or any important person from the organization comes and says, we are going to have this specific uh, features, this specific apps inside teams, because I said so. Right. Yeah. So very top-down approach. Yes. Yes. We're doing uh, this. Yeah. Big respect. Big respect. But uh, those people they don't really use uh, the tools uh, on daily basis. Those tools yeah, they right. wish to have. Yeah. Uh, and then and then Eddie comes and say, okay, let's think about those scenarios. But let's involve end users. Let's involve business people. Let's ask them what they are doing on daily basis. What kind of apps do they need? What kind of integrations do they need? So basically, let's ask end users what they want before we start creating something what might be not relevant at all. Mm -hmm. um, and in my projects, I um, I decided to, to, to do design thinking workshops. I was a moderator. Uh, I don't know if you are aware of design thinking. So the method of creating innovation. Our audience might not that, be. So okay. let's yeah. explain okay. just, sentence just, for two. Uh, just, just yeah, just one sentence. So this is a, a method uh, where you create innovations, uh, and those innovations come from end users, from uh, customers. So yeah, basically, design thinking can be can be used for uh, new product creation or new improvements. No matter, I mean what you want to improve or what you want to change. And I thought, okay, so it might be beneficial also for Teams because Teams is a perfect platform. We have so many possibilities, but which of them are relevant to, to right. our business? What to, yep. what to take first? Because we cannot launch or we cannot integrate everything just right away. Let's do it yep. step by steps, baby steps, they always work. Um, and my intention was to, to have those workshops with the customers. Um, it's about four hours when we talk, uh, when we first think about the problems. So we generate the problems. We think what doesn't work currently, uh, what's the most frustrating. And then basically uh, we are searching solutions. So how teams can solve uh, our uh, our problems. So maybe maybe integration of systems because we have to switch the context all the time and it's super annoying. Or maybe we need any bot because we have plenty of um, IT support tickets and uh, the, the communication, uh, current communication, it's not the best one, bottlenecks and yeah, response yep. time is too long. So uh, during those workshops, we I really work with users and we generate those ideas together 
Of course, in the meantime, there is a kind of inspiration session when I'm presenting teams, teams' uh, possibilities, what can be achieved, giving kind of inspiration because I also cannot uh, expect from, from business that they really know what teams can. Yeah. And yeah. at the end of the day, uh, we select the best ideas. We make a, a prototyping. So I'm doing prototyping or my team. Uh, and we are testing if it really makes sense to have those solutions ready to go uh, and launch globally uh, um, in our organization. And since we have those solutions that are good ones for our business, then we have perfect perfect, perfect starting point um, to, to prepare custom trainings. I'm not showing, I'm not training users with just, you know, basic, simple teams. With Northwind, a, Contoso. Uh, <laughs> yes. No, no. <laughs> Contoso is nice, but it doesn't really help with real super adoption. Super successful company. Yeah, yeah. indeed. indeed. <laughs> uh, anyway, we, we simply, um, uh, we simply uh, have perfect starting point for all of those teams training materials, uh, for train the trainer uh, workshops, for champions to really understand and teach them how to use uh, teams in a proper way, in a way that fits to our needs. Right. For that particular customer. Right. That just, just to recap on that, there's actually two, just a, a reformatting what you're saying. So there's kind of a two different big things as we start adapting almost anything. It's just not teams, but it's 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 anything, any system. It's the educating what the system can do. And that's the inspiration part. So basically showing, oh, I can share my screen. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can I can have mm -hmm. a video. I can do a chat and all of that, which is, yeah, that's cool. But then the more interesting thing is that, okay, so hey, you end user, you are the ones who's intended to use these cool features. Mm -hmm. What do you do actually for work? What if we would, how can we use that inspirational and, and those features as part of your day-to-day -day business. Um, and that's kind of the more important thing because like you said, that gives them the insights on, okay, these are the things what we should be focusing on training. These are the things and solutions and scenarios which we should be evolving even more. That's that's really good way of approaching things. Really good. And so. another thing you mentioned, so we were in our list, we were one, two, and now I want to go into the two A and B. You mentioned that we'll never um, get to five, so it's fine. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Like if we will get to three, that will be already enough. Um, right, because with the A and B, we will have five. Um, you mentioned that Clever. you you in like like a, a part of the workshops you do is trying to inspire the customers, showing where they could be. Hmm. Do you have hmm. your favorite resources that you use for that, or is it oh. all you know specific things you've made along the time? Uh, um, as you learn what works and doesn't? Uh, yeah, it's going to be perfect answer. It depends. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Great depends. consulting top, answer. Top two or three. <laughs> it, it depends. Of course, uh, since we have uh, the governance part in place and we already know what other systems customer has, then of course, or, uh, or you can prepare wider or a little bit tighter uh, uh, presentation to do not crush um, uh, the governance and, and the current infrastructure. But uh, I would say that uh, from my point of view, it's important to, to show this collaboration part. Quite often, uh, my customers in that time, they thought that Teams is just for, for calling, for recording, for chatting. So to really show them how we can collaborate in Teams. And obviously, uh, there are so many sample apps uh, we can actually 
take from Microsoft, like employee ideas, milestones, all of those, uh, many, many users, they have no clue about them. Mm. And they might be beneficial, might be beneficial to just to show, like, look, this is a power app ready to go. If it doesn't answer your needs, we can develop this power app uh, or you can build it yourself or we can um, do some automations, the simple ones, but we can start with those and then uh, after some time, uh, we can basically uh, extend um, uh, those workflows. So um, it, it's rather showing um, maybe not too much to not overwhelm uh, end users, but show them that those are the sweet spots. And now um, let's think about this, which of them are the most uh, suitable for you. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know, uh, Valdek, if I answered your question. Absolutely, but, but, absolutely. Uh, and then instantly I want to ask, like, do you have a story to share about, like, you showed ad, like, what was your favorite <laughs> aha moment from a customer? You, like, you showed it to them and mm-hmm. they, like, totally blew up their socks, like, oh, my God, oh my I, God. Did, uh, I didn't know I could do that. <sighs> Okay, I remember one customer. I remember one customer who told me we want to want we want to have teams for collaboration only, and we want to integrate teams with Webex. Mm-hmm. Okay, because because we we love Webex and uh, we want to have Webex in place because we used Webex in the past. And teams for collaboration because Webex has kind of collaboration part, but is it, I, I, okay, um, B, but we yep. know. Uh, yep. And uh, and <laughs> when I heard the the concept coming, of course, from the leadership first, I said, "But why? I mean, but because we we said so. So okay, I accept your point of view, but let's do it differently. I will show you what teams can really do in this specific aspect where you want to use WebEx." It took us a few months to, to convince the C-level managers, but at the end, uh, thanks to those different inspiration sessions for users, also for leadership, because they were re- required those sessions as well, they finally decided to go only with Teams. Ah, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so this is one of the stories that they, they simply didn't get why we should use Teams for calling and chatting. So kind of reverse, because normally customers... Yeah, yeah. Think yeah exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, but but yeah, integration. But that, of course, that's kind of understandable always that if they already invested on something and it has mm. been working well, and now they get another one which has overlapping features, do you want to move away immediately from there to the other one? How do you do that? Yes. But it's 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 the change management is always hard, and people are against change. It's yeah, just we are. Of we human. Are. I don't mind change as long as it does not affect me, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, frankly, when I moved to Germany, uh, yeah, I was a little bit. <laughs> now resistance to change is your thing. Oh, well, there you go. Let, yeah. yeah. Let, there let, you go. Let, now now let, you are you are try. you are on the other side of of the option, right? The <laughs> pro, pro side tools in practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's hard. It, it's hard, and now I understand even more. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a matter of explanation, matter of listening, matter of um, well, showing also the 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 longer term how the how we can develop. You know, not being I'm, in general, it's good to be here at this moment, enjoy the moment. But in business and in such investment, it's always good to have, think about. 
the future. The long term. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And 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 of course the if we think about the adaption, adaption is super, super important thing. And and like you said already, and that it's it, it can be a multi month process of repeating and talking about the same thing and explaining and repeating. And then whenever there's the right time and right state of mind for the leaders to be like, oh, oh, now I listened what you were saying. Now I get it. Get it. Um, because that's yes. just realities of things. And the same flicks, adaption right? channel is actually when we do, even in, in our case, because my one of my jobs is driving adaption of some of the features and all of that stuff in publicly in social media and everything else. It's not about those single moments of time. It's the mm-hmm. consistent way mm-hmm. of pushing and repeating and repeating so that you will actually get the movement in place. Um, it's, it's, it's almost the same as in company level, right? Right. Right. Now, from a timing perspective, so this is good. I have no idea how many items did we ended up doing. Uh, we, 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 we had two, I think. But we do, you, do you still have one, or do you want to start on, on something else? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just just a very very quick one. Um, basically, adoption. It's not only A and Z. There is another A and Z, but slightly in a different flavor. So, people are changing in our organization. Teams uh, is changing uh, rapidly, so you both know. And yeah, we still have to keep users informed and we still have to have from time to time workshops to explain what is new, what is what, what has changed, uh, what we are going to improve. Uh, so th- this is like constant process. Of course, it's not real adoption anymore. But yep. still kind of keeping this excitement, keeping the processes in a good way, and also, um, yeah, platform development. Because if we did something, it would be good to make a few more steps to, 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 um, to really follow our needs and how technology is changing. Yeah, because the technology is evolving all the time. So. Mm. I want yes, to ask, right, because like um, we communicate at Microsoft, we communicate changes through the uh, message center um, messages that we post for M365 tenant admins, right? So that audience mm-hmm. gets exposed to everything that's new and coming and is going to change. How do you recommend companies take that info from that audience, tenant admins, and distill that to users who get to work with new things without that becoming a gap? Like admins, they sell it. And they take that into account into their, you know, maintenance and operations, but don't tell anybody. And then you as a user, you open Teams and it's different. And you're like, hey, like, what is that thing? Things change. So how do you advise them to bridge that gap and have that stream of insights and information without overwhelming users with anything that, that is irrelevant? Uh, I believe that in this specific case, uh, assuming that we had adoption project before, we had champions. So those people in the organization who are uh, spreading the knowledge and engaging the other uh, how to use uh, teams in the right way. Uh, And I believe that those people, they should be partly involved with this IT uh, administration communication. Uh, I, I would say that IT should basically inform champions what we are going to change, uh, how does it impact end users, and train them. Of course, not the one-day workshop or something, but at least having one-hour session to explain briefly what changes we can expect from the end user perspective. Um, um, and then I believe that the champions are able to, to spread this knowledge uh, among 
their colleagues. Uh, and of course, um, adoption is, uh, is strongly related with communication. There is always a question, how many communication channels do we have? Who is the sender of specific message? What kind of content should we include? Um, and again, it depends uh, on the organization. I saw many organizations where email is still in use and it's when something is emailed, then it means that it's extremely important and have to be read by the others. Um, uh, other organizations, they simply have this push uh, messaging as a information for um, for users that something going to be changed. So I would say there is no one answer again, uh, but the, the most concrete answer would be engage champions. Yeah. Okay. Now, cool. now related on that one. So, so of course you're a consultant then who's helping then those champions to be up to date and and helping mm -hmm. them to be. How do you stay up to date? How do the, the speed of innovation is is just going faster and faster and faster? And how what is what is the ways of you staying up to date on what's happening? Oh gosh. So assuming uh, that we are getting this information from IT, this is one thing. But uh, basically, I, I highly recommend some uh, external resources, external meaning Microsoft documentation. Frankly, uh, when I was a typical business user many years ago, I never thought about Microsoft documentation. And I, I really yep. try to promote uh, those materials because they are nicely written and, in my opinion, in a very understandable way for everyone. Yeah. And uh, I I love uh, our community uh, folks' resources. Uh, my favorite uh, was always Vesa Nopanen, and he's my team's right. day blog. Uh, currently, he switched to, to Metaverse, but uh, but that was one of the sources. There was also uh, Chris uh, Howard. I'm not sure if I'm spelling yep. his surname yep. correctly. Uh, so yeah, those are the people, and I always, I always, uh, people and resources I, I shared with uh, champions when project when project has ended, and I knew it that I'll be not involved anymore um, in their organization processes. Actually, I was just somebody from outside, but I, I was giving kind of a summary which specific materials you should follow uh, to stay up to date, because yeah. technically. Champions are—they have kind of feeling that yeah, technology. That they have passion, so you also have to be very right. careful while selecting them, not yeah. just because they are super excited. Excitement is great, but also if they really are into technology, because it's a longer run. It's, it's this is a marathon. It's not just you know five k yeah. and we are done. Yep. Medal and yep. bye. Yeah. <laughs> now. <laughs> There's two things which I wanted to still talk about before we close mm -hmm. up uh, for the call. So first of all, let's go back in back to you. So we talked about what you do and and the consulting and everything mm -hmm. else. But how did you get to be what you are? So what what how if there's a new <laughs> younger people um, or or younger women watching the show and be like, hey, I want to be editor. I when I grow up, I want to do. When I grow up, I want to be that. When I grow up, yeah. <laughs> how, how did you get to be and do what you're doing? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if my example is a good one. Uh, but I guess, frankly, I guess it's actually, if it's not a typical one, that's okay as well, because there's multiple paths of getting to be what yeah. you are. So. I, would, I would say, yeah, have your eyes open and be curious about the yeah. things and uh, do not afraid uh, to click, do not afraid to, to 
simply ask questions. But frankly speaking, I never thought, I mean, when I was a teenager or student that I'll be working in IT. I had completely different ideas what I can do. But for some reason, uh, while being a student, uh, I decided to have a gap year just to try how it is working in any company. And by accident, I ended up in IT company. Uh, I got a lot of experience and then simply it was a trigger. Okay, this is interesting. This is something what brings some excitement to my life. Um, and then step by step, so I finished my studies, so I came back to, to my university. Uh, and after university, I started to search any job in IT sector. And I ended up in a company uh, which was a Microsoft partner. Uh, but I had no clue about Microsoft stack. I was that person who was asking constantly those silly, stupid end user questions. And you know. by the way, we need those people to make sure that the <laughs> learner <laughs> like that, yeah, exactly. that is the learner, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. My, my great colleague, I don't know if you recognize Martin Shivnitsky, uh, we started together um, SharePoint Saturdays uh, or so uh, seven years ago. I remember that he was my guru because he was SharePoint expert. And uh, yeah, I, I remember that at that times I called him. He knew uh, Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lord of Darkness, Lord of Darkness, because every time when he saw that I'm approaching, he was like, "No, again, 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 this girl who has tons of questions, and I don't know how to support her because she's still asking." And so I don't he was scale. like. Yeah, <laughs> right. What do you want from me? Uh, he was kind of a guru for me. And um, step by step, uh, our relationship was changing. I mean, we're friends now. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, I believe that he inspired me a bit. Um, and for some reason, uh, in that company, it was Data Police. We wanted to organize international small events and why not SharePoint Saturday or so? Nobody did that before. Uh, and of course, I had no clue what's that. So I was Googling all of those MVPs who they are and actually what MVP means in general. Uh, but I really wanted to, to do something, to know those people, to know, to, to see what, what can I learn from them. And in the same time, since I cannot share nothing, uh, any, anything uh, beneficial with the community, at least I can organize something, right? Uh, to put any That's a wrong way of saying that. <laughs> That's <laughs> but, 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 certainly but, but, wrong. That is imposter syndrome <laughs> yeah, for you, exactly. right? That is there. imposter syndrome right there. That's and yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and and uh, community simply inspired me. So that's yeah. why I became consultant. That's why I'm uh, so active in community because those people they were so welcoming and uh, and yeah, they they showed me okay, this is the direction or. Do you need a right? We can yeah. give you a right to the Microsoft Word. And I said, okay, let's do it. And this is, this is yeah, this is one my thing story. I, want to call out, I actually said that for a younger person looking into doing what you are, but one, one thing to call out, it's not about age, um, because again, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how old you are, in the, in the, the age is, doesn't define where we can be in the future, because again, people do change careers. Are you calling anybody nowadays. old? Yeah. 
I'm not calling anybody old. I, I guess I'm, 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 I'm there fine. Is, let, so, let's so, stop so. there. You're old. Okay. <laughs> Everybody else is uh, But there's, there's always room for transitioning. And, 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 and you're a really good example of a super valuable, let's say, persona type, which is all about communications. So mm-hmm. IT and development and all of that, it's not just about technology. It's not just about development and coding and all of that. It's also about communicating what that technology actually does and helping the transition transition and translate between the business and IT on the different languages. And and that is a really, really, really widely needed capability. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, my advice would be just try out with community events. They are for free. I'm not saying about big conferences when when tickets are quite expensive. Try with the small local local ones. Just start talking to people. Uh, in my case, it was easier because I'm rather extrovert than introvert. So for some reason, uh, the entry level was not that hard. Um, but yeah, we are community, no matter what's your role. If you are expert or you are just starting, we are on the same level. And uh, every every community event confirms that. So even last week, I was um, at Scottish Summit and it... Perfect. I mean, so many new speakers, so many new people in the community and their impression, whoa, I never felt this way, that people are so welcoming. So this is the starting point. And then while tasting different flavors, because Microsoft stack is huge, there's so many rooms to fill in, uh, you can simply decide, okay, this is something what... um, what uh, makes me happy, what gives me wings. So maybe I should give it a try with power apps or yep. something else or adoption or whatever. Yeah. And there's also, before you go, Vesa, there's one thing I wanted, I wanted to call out because you mentioned <laughs> like the moment you would start first, you had the feeling like, I don't have anything to offer, right? Because like comparing to everybody else, I am not, mm-hmm. not that experienced. And that is mm-hmm. the one thing that I want to call out that is the way opposite of truth. Because if I look... Selfishly at my job, right? That first uh, first look experience, to me, that is invaluable. Like hearing yes. it from somebody who yes. is, hey, I want to start building with Graph or Teams. The thing is, if I get, if I talk to, to folks who are, who have year experience, two years experience, we develop, and it's, and it's me, I'm exactly the same way. Everyone is. We develop blind spots for the things that, you know, we're used to, there's the thing, we work around it. We find our way around docs, resources, and tools. But it's that first experience, you're new. Where where are you blocked? What things do you don't think? What doesn't make sense? And How you can, can get that help? experience only once. So mm-hmm. that yeah. is, that first new person experience, to me, that is invaluable. And sure. it's so rare because it's so hard to find, you know, folks who are new, and and who have that novice experience and together from like that is invaluable because it's so sure. hard to find right so if you think that being new doesn't add value it's the way opposite because Correct. you have the power to shape the experience for everyone new and every day there are new people who start every single day right so that that experience like if you if you can find a way to share that that is brilliant like there's there is no yes. price we can put on that yeah mm. Well said. The last question, we're over time already, uh, but uh, so I, I'm not surprised that we're over time, but that's good. Um, <laughs> even though I'm the silent Finn, you know, with Finns, we're silent. So, that no one uh, ever. 
except the silent <laughs> Finn. <laughs> yes. You are actually the only person saying that, right? So it, it doesn't stand true. No, no I met many <laughs> silent Finns. <laughs> None of them are, right? <laughs> We're completely introverts. We're not, yeah, anyway. So... Um, one thing what we wanted to still touch is is women in IT, and there was a, a mm-hmm. really nice conference in Warsaw last week, overlapping with Scottish Summit, unfortunately, which was about women in IT, and and we would love to have this complete equality between the genders um, and and anybody who's joining on the community, but that's not necessarily right now still the case because of the. Uh, let's say, how people are focusing on different technologies and industries and all of that. What would be, you, you are a woman in, IT, woman in IT, what would be your tip for anybody who's like, yeah, maybe I'm interested, but I'm not sure if this is a thing for me or should I go to somewhere else? Any any tips or thinking points, how to get started, how to get encouraged mm-hmm. on the journey? We talked about, of course, the power of community already. Mm-hmm. Um, ask other women in IT. Uh, uh, I would say that it's going to be the easiest starting point. Uh, I, I mean, in my case, so when when I was one of those female community girls in in our Polish uh, Polish uh, groups, I, I I I I was struggling a bit because I had a feeling that I don't really fit because I'm a woman and I have to prove something and I'm not it's better say less than too much because maybe my knowledge or my my ideas are not the best one so I would say that it's it's quite hard and I I think that I'm not the only one many mm-hmm. women may, may think this way yep. uh and it might be the blocker just the mental blocker uh mm-hmm. therefore I would recommend start with other women who are active and who are doing something so i'm always happy to share my thoughts if any woman is listening uh, our our conversation or and wants to find me and have a chat i'll be more than happy to to introduce yeah. you to this word so baby steps is it just as as simple as that like find a woman who is active and reach out to her is that is that it basically uh, I would That's a good start, so. at least. I would so. do so. Yeah, Actually, yeah. Uh, you, you know Tomasz Poszytek, right? A colleague yep. of mm-hmm. mine. Yeah. And uh, um, I remember our story. Of course, he's not a woman. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what I wanted to say. Well, but I mean, at uh, some point, uh, he was uh, yeah. new to it, right? It's so, a mentor. Yeah. It's, it's the same yeah, yeah. 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 So basically, uh, when we were organizers of SharePoint Saturday Warsaw together with Martin, we knew it that it's too much work for both of us. Uh, yeah. And it's not a piece of cake to, to organize such an event. Um, and I was just scanning our Polish community, who who is active, who is doing cool stuff. And suddenly I found Tomasz Poszytek blog and I texted him just, you know, message on Twitter. Would you like to have a coffee yeah. with me? <laughs> and he said, yes, yes, let's, let's, let, let's meet, let's talk. Um, and then, yeah, this is how he just joined our team. And, uh, and now... He is a great speaker. He is a great professional, and I'm so happy that we had a chance to, to to meet. And of course, uh, that he he's delivering such a cool stuff, and everyone can benefit from the things yeah. he's doing. So it was hard because I was I was a female one who was asking, you know, random guy if we can have a coffee because I like your content we are creating. Uh, funny way, but as I said, I'm extrovert. Uh, but no matter if you're extrovert or introvert, just 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 text to somebody. Uh, I would say if you you have nothing to lose. Yeah. 
Yeah. So find do not those think people. too much. Do not think too much. Yeah. <laughs> find those connections <laughs> and people who are mentoring. And and this this uh, that's that's we touched the power of the community already. And a lot of the community people they are always open. They're always helpful. This sure there's approachable. Yeah. There's yeah. only 24/7 hours, 24 mm -hmm. hours in a, in a, in a week, which is a bit of a challenge. There would be so much more we could do. But I think everybody is always open to to help yeah. as much as possible. So that's yeah. right. Good. Now we are over time. That bombshell. Exactly. So that, but good bombshell. Good final uh, thoughts. But um, I guess we are good. Uh, any last thoughts, Waldek, from your side? No, it was it was really great. Despite, and there was also something we talked about uh, before we would start the recording. Perception of us of this show was being that it's a dev thing, right? And like, like, is this the right place for you to be? And will you have anything to add? And I, and I, oh, I'm yes. you, you decided <laughs> exactly. to, to be here, right? Because you have more than enough to share, like all the things adoption that it, that it, that IT is about people, the way yes. we engage with uh, community that is invaluable, and that is the awesome experience you have and share. So again, thank you so much for for being thank here. You. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, and the Thank power you. and the importance of communications, communications, communications. Because Come again, yeah. IT is people business. It doesn't matter. We have so many great examples. It doesn't matter how cool the technology is. If you cannot communicate or you don't tell people. Or you don't it, know how to use it. So. Or how to use it. Exactly. It's yeah. just, exactly. That's why people are important. So. Mm. But thank you, Adita, uh, for this one. Really, really great to catch up. It's been a while, uh, but I guess we're getting back on the conference meeting people in person. So this was really good, good to catch up. Can't wait and to see you in real life. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but thank you for joining us and, and have a great rest of the week. And, and we'll jump on the weekly articles, which we'll go through with Waldeck right after this. Thank you. Okay. Keep thank you. Dziękuję. Thank you. Take care. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Arita, on that interview one more time. Really, really cool and, and good to catch up as well. It's been a while because we haven't actually been in the same conference for a while. So at least yeah. I haven't met her for a while. I guess, no, actually, he's yes. Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's so strange comparing to the years before pandemic because there was always something happening somewhere yeah. but I guess it's a I guess it's a good thing as well so we're not traveling as much so it's an economical uh, eco so nature thing as well so it's getting like a lot logical. ecological thank you Waldek. so yes I'm here holding <laughs> yes <laughs> now let's actually jump on the on the articles of this week and and let's start uh, with a interesting interesting article uh, I'm going to share my screen jumping in now, here we go. Um, and starting with an interesting article around a really, really cool new uh, assessment tool or in module for assessment tool. So Microsoft 365 assessment tool ex has existed already. There's a, already an existing module for Syntax for it, but now there's an additional uh, module for SharePoint 2013 workflows. And it is what already it 20, 2022, it and SharePoint 2013 workflows were basically released 10 years ago, an assessment tool is basically there to detect usage and associations and the status in a tenant. So basically, assessment tool is a, a uh, officially actually supported, especially this workflow one, uh, tool which can be then identify and evaluate usage of certain things. And in this case, this new module is about SharePoint 2013 workflow. Why would you care? 
Why would well, I care? Okay. Now, really good question. So back in uh, SharePoint, back in 20, uh, sorry, November 1st, 2020, we actually retired SharePoint 2010 workflows. Uh, so basically super classic workflow engine. Now SharePoint 2013 workflows does, is still fully supported. We haven't announced deprecation timeline and the schedule, but it's gonna happen. So uh, it's kind of sooner or later, uh, we're gonna actually shut down the SharePoint 2013 workflow engine. And the new replacement is, of course, Power Automate uh, in the cloud. So this does not, by the way, impact on premises. That's a completely separate discussion. But with Microsoft 365 assessment tool, tenant administrators can basically do an evaluation within a tenant to understand, are they being used? Where are they being used? What has been happening? And then start making decisions based on that. But that's really, really cool. Thank you, Suta, on that one. Then we had a blog post from Mark Cashman. Yes, yeah, so Mark recorded together with Chris Kent, one of our, our MVPs, great video that explains what can you do with formatting lists. And there, there's this cool ability that with JSON, you can change how data in SharePoint lists is shown. And that can go really far. Like you can, you could, you could almost think like you can build application application experience on top of a list, right? You can really change how things are shown and don't really need to build custom code, like, you know, like TypeScript code, JavaScript code and all that. You, you just adjust formatting of a list to make the list more suitable for scenario that, that the list serves. So this yep. uh, video is half an hour-ish. It's yep, a really great minutes. overview of templates that are available out of the box, what you can do, features, and then also how can you adjust lists to your needs. So definitely, yep. if, if you're in this space, check it out. Absolutely, absolutely. Really, really cool stuff again from Mark and Chris. Um, Chris is really the, the super expert on this stuff as well, together with Andre. Now, we also released a, a blog post uh, around the most used SharePoint framework solutions uh, from stores. So basically, uh, what are the top 10 solutions in the store? There are a lot of a lot of uh, applications already in store built with SharePoint framework. Uh, we talk about what are the next steps, what's going to happen, and then also the top 10 solution providers and, and referencing them directly from App Store so people can actually acquire the solution and test it out in their tenants. So a lot of, lot of cool stuff uh, here as well. So thank you for that. Then there was a blog post around the first annual Microsoft Power Platform conference. Absolutely. So we see a lot of interest around Power Platform, uh, Power Apps, Power Automate, Power Virtual Agents, now Power Pages, right? And soon there will be the first annual Microsoft Power Platform Focus event. And it will have awesome speakers like Charles Lamana, Jeff Deeper, and many, many more folks who are highly knowledgeable in this space. So if you're interested in that, if you work with Power Platform, if you're interested about where we are, where we're going, how we at Microsoft think about it, we look at it, this is a great event, a basically event you cannot miss. So yep. check it out, check out the page, the dates, the agenda, I think it's already available too. Yeah. Is it already? Yes, agenda. Yep, exactly. uh, the first version of the agenda is already available. Exactly. I think it was released actually this week. So, so definitely, more definitely, definitely check, check, check it out. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, there was also a change related on Power Automate. Uh, so Power Automate used to be called Microsoft Flow, and therefore the, the URL which was used was flow.microsoft.com, and that's kind of a leftovers from the previous world, kind of, but we're still creating flows. So, yeah, but um, they say it now has been a decision where we actually 
chains to URL uh, with access information. Of course, there's going to be a redirection related on flow to Microsoft.com to that new URL as well. So that's actually really cool. Makepowerautomate.com. So a new URL to host that. Then we had something about wrapping gifts. Exactly. Gifts. So we all know that with Power Apps, we can build the apps. And you can also use these apps on mobile phones. What's cool, though, is that now we have generally available ability to wrap Power Apps apps as native mobile apps. So to user, it just feels like a native app. Like they don't need to start Power Apps first and open the app from there. No, they can. They just have an app that they can directly start. So it's a huge improvement of that experience for everybody who works with Power Apps. So if you build Power Apps, and for folks who use it on a phone, definitely check this out because that's a great improvement of the experience. Yeah, this is actually really good. Getting that personalized company application look and feel. Um, this Contoso company is doing really well, by the way. I mean, it's yeah, always, they're yeah, everywhere. Yeah, they're, 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 everywhere. they're our best customer, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Laura Rogers had a blog post around action button in list and set to column value. And this, again, coming back on the list formatting. So SharePoint list is super, super, super widely used um, up to the level of, remember, it's not a database. It's not a relational database. But yes, you can store millions and millions of lines in a, in a SharePoint list. Try to think when it's actually useful there and when it's a SQL server or Azure server, Azure SQL. Um, but uh, Laura talks about uh, the, the new, relatively new capability where we are able to set the field value. So you can actually expose a custom experience of setting the value as well. Uh, so as you click, for example, that uh, square, you can basically do a modification on another column. And that's actually really, really, really cool stuff. And it's quite actually easy to do. Uh, it's just a matter of defining the, the JSON definition uh, yeah. for making that happen. Not code, and again, right? And again, it ties back to this offering this app experience on top of a list. So you don't need yes. to build like fully fledged application. You can build this yep. UX on top of a list that already has the ability to validate data, store data, store different types of data. Exactly. And now you also have the ability to offer interactive aspects to, to it, right? So yep. you, so users don't need to edit the whole row. They can just click a button and the data is adjusted accordingly. Yep, really, really cool stuff. Thank you, Laura, on that one. Then uh, Peter had exactly. a blog post about something cool. Yes, exactly. So recently we announced at Microsoft Power Pages, right? So the ability to uh, basically for everybody to be able to build a public facing site, right? And Peter goes through what components, what what building blocks are available there for everybody to build these uh, websites, right? So he walks through the different options, uh, components, what is available, how you can use them, how they look like and so forth and so on. Really great article that gives you this high-level overview of what is available. Yep, really, really cool stuff. And, and these are really good on having in practice kind of a visual presentation and, oh, okay, so these are kind of things what I can do here, even though you haven't seen it in live. So so great summary on scanning through. Oh, I got all of these cool components. So really, really cool stuff as well. Now, we also had a new blog post uh, from Jeff related on a global navigation bar from, for classic JavaScript and modern SharePoint framework. So hosted in SharePoint 2019 or SharePoint Online. So this really talks about building that custom experience in the, in the let's see if I can zoom in this, uh, custom global navigation uh, in a classic or in the modern experiences and how we would be doing that with SharePoint framework. So quite typical requirement, actually. So uh, this comes yeah. up all the time on how to do that. 
those global navigations. So really, really cool uh, blog post uh, referencing the samples and then a video how to make things happen. Cool stuff. Thank you, Jeff, on that. Then we had something more on Power Automate side. Yeah, so we have an article from Jordan Bardwell about how you connect to Graph from Power Automate flow, right? And in this example, uh, he uses uh, the HTTP flow where you need to have the first preset AAD app with auth, permissions, and scopes, secrets, and all of that. And then with these values, you will be able to do HTTP call towards AAD to get a token. And with that token, you can then call Graph, right? So yep. it shows one of the available ways to connect to Microsoft Graph from Power Automate Flow. Yep, really, really cool stuff. Uh, thank you, Jordan, on that one. Two more videos. Uh, Paolo had a new video related on uh, on his SPFX reusable control uh, section. His, his looks, looks in the different repeatable uh, series, and this time he's walking through all of the different controls in the reusable SPFX controls, which, by the way, please do take the advantage of them. They are so, so, so good. Uh, community-driven initiative as well, but makes it super easy to build uh, charts and controls and reuse things. And so you don't need to worry about how would I present or do this. You just drag and drop the control in. That's it. And and it just magically works, which is really, really cool. So thank you, Paul, on that one. And then Shane had a, a new weekly video as well. Exactly, right? So what if you use the list and store the data and you no longer need a list? Does it need to be there or can you archive it? And in this example, Shane uh, walks through uh, the idea how you would archive a SharePoint list with a Power Automate flow. Really great example for somebody who isn't is, isn't developer or admin, or maybe even you are, and just want to have this straightforward, simple way to archive the list, right? So, yep. so that it's no longer visible in the UI. Yep, absolutely. Really, really cool stuff. Thank you, Shane, on that one. But that's it for this week. Um, we did record the previous BNP Weekly on Monday. Now it's Friday. Not a significant amount of new announcements. But again, uh, we are heading to the summertime and summer slowness in the Northern Hemisphere as well. So this is <laughs> a... See? See? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, so, but it, it's basically a time of the year where things are a bit slowing down in the same way as it slows down in holiday season. So, which is understandable. It does. It does. It does. Depending on, again, on the region and location and a country and all of that. So, but yes. there's a clear drop on the activities when the Northern Hemisphere is having a summer because people are spending more time outside. So, which is understandable. It, it's just, at least in my case, it's just every single summer you're like, Wow, 2 a.m. in the morning, it is still light. It's just absolutely amazing. 2 a.m.? Yeah, yeah, it's not wow. it's dark. That's, so that's it's hard. Just, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not hard. It's actually really good. Oh, so I want to sleep. No, you can 11 p.m. and sunrise is before 4 a.m. Uh, but then between, the sun isn't that far away from the horizon, so it's still light in the It just dips, sky. like... Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's in Helsinki. Obviously, northern Finland, it doesn't dip at all, which is, that's even more crazier. So <laughs> that's why wow. we have proper curtains. So we just close the curtains and it's, and it's night. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess that's it for this one. For this week, we'd still do a few of these before we will also have a summer break. Uh, Yes. Or one and a half months we, or so. We are roughly, yeah. So we will have three episodes more, I guess, if I'm not mistaken. So that will be that one. Two more. Two more okay. episodes, except this one, and then we'll be off for a break. Cool. 
cool spending some time with her not doing anything hopefully too much on computers <laughs> <laughs> but thank you everybody for watching this one uh, and and thank you uh thank you adita for joining us uh, on the great discussion as well but thanks everybody keep the feedback coming let us know what works and doesn't work and if there's any visitors who would like to see in the show let us know uh, Ooh, that is, that is a great idea. That is great, great idea. Community, community-driven visitors. Yeah, of course. That would be really good. But thanks, everybody. Have a great rest of the week and stay safe. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.